welcome to the Skeptic's Guide to Emergency Medicine. Meet them, greet them, treat them and street them. Today's date is August the 15th, 2023 and I am your sceptical host, Kirsty Challen. The title of today's podcast is Skeptico Evidentium, Season 10 of the SGEM. And our returning guest sceptic is Dr. Taylor Young. She's a second-year family medicine resident at Queen's University in Kingston, Ontario. Her interests there are quality improvement, FOMED, and point-of-care ultrasound. Welcome back to the SGEM, Taylor. Thank you so much for having me, Dr. Challen. I am very excited to be back in front of our, our fellow SGEMers. It's great to have you here. Thank you. This is an SGEM Extra to announce that season number 10 will shortly be available as a free, our favourite price, PDF book. The SGEM provides the content, but Taylor designs the book. Taylor, this is becoming a habit, you designing books for us. You did the season eight and season nine books. What keeps you coming back? Well, I find that the graphic design aspect is a very nice form of of, uh, therapy, something a little bit different, the world of medicine. The second thing and most important thing that keeps me coming back, though, are your beautiful infographics. Um, And then thirdly, our resident bat docs, amazing playlists. (laughs) All the stuff... um that you wouldn't think you needed on a medical (laughs) resource. But there was a quote that I think our great friend of the podcast, uh, Simon Carley, comes out with that says, if you think education can't be entertaining, you don't understand either of them properly. (laughs) I think having it, the wraparound is great. I agree. It is great to have your contribution to the SGEM And it's continuing mission to explore strange new literature, to seek out new evidence and to critically appraise it, to boldly spread the FOMED where no foam has gone before. I may have been spending too much time recently with the lovely Dr. Milne. And you're not going to tell us that this is a Star Trek theme, are you? But we have said that each of the seasons has a different theme. You did Avengers in season eight and last year in season nine, it was Batman or was it Bat-Doc? Um... What theme did you pick for season 10? Well, season 10 is, drumroll please, a Harry Potter theme. <gasps> okay. And why Harry Potter? Are you a fan? I am definitely a fan. I think that some people may call me a Disney slash Universal slash Harry Potter adult. Um, I love <laughs> Harry Potter. Have read all the books, seen all the movies, and was fortunate to be able to go to uh, the wonderful Wizarding World of Harry Potter in Florida recently. Oh wow! So, so which one did you go to? We have uh, one outside London, England, but that's quite a journey for you. Oh yes, um, I went to the one in Florida actually. Oh, nice! So I got to uh, see all of the all of my favorite Disney characters, and then hop on over to the world of Harry Potter. Excellent. So do you prefer the books, the films, the world of Harry Potter, the spin-offs? 
I would say you, I've got to hand it to the books. Um, I think that they have done a wonderful job with the films, but sometimes your own imagination just takes you places where the films can't quite get to in like the two, in that two hour time span. Um, and my favorite character, um, I would say my favorite, the favorite, my favorite appearance from a character was definitely Norbert, um, Hagrid's little dragon. <laughs> I think I just love everything fantasy, everything dragon related. It's just so mystical and fun. Excellent. So a, a dragon fan. Sounds cool. I have to say, I mean, the obvious choice for me, having a favourite character, you know, be, me being a woman in academic and emergency medicine, which is still a male-dominated world, and I have to give a shout-out to SGEM352 on that one on the gender pay gap. And our extra episode from October 2021 with the wonderful Dr. Sushi Data about gender inequity. So my obvious favourite character choice would have to be Hermione. You know, I guess you probably recognise the competent, skilled witch, but you get pushback for knowing the answers and not fitting in properly and being mm -hmm. too loud for people as a woman. But I have to confess, I also have quite a soft spot for Neville Longbottom because he feels to me like an EM physician. He gets on quietly being ignored and disregarded and told he's not very good until the trouble really happens and yeah. he comes through with the sort of Gryffindor, which I, I think that's probably, you know, an emergency surgical airway in our world. <laughs> I would agree. He was really a phoenix that rose from the ashes, wasn't he? Absolutely, he was. Yes, uh, I mean, you know, I don't. I work in the UK, so I don't actually get snakes brought into my department that I need to decapitate. But <laughs> the analogy works for me. Anyway, we've got sidetracked. Back to the book. Could you take us through the structure of it? Yes, of course. So the structure is very similar to the previous seasons that we have done, but we start off first with our title. Um, our clinical question, bottom line, we get to introduce as well like our lovely guest for that for that section. And then we move right into our case overview, some background information. And then from there, we flow into our PICO question. We then jump right over to a beautiful summary table with our author's conclusions, as well as our quality checklist. And then we go right over to our results section, where we summarize the key results, primary outcome, and secondary outcome. And then it is time for my favorite part, the time to talk nerdy section. And then after that, we conclude with a page that summarizes the clinical applications and our case resolution. Oh, that sounds fabulous. All our favourite bits with the talk nerdy. And how does Harry Potter tie into that? Who do we see featured? Oh, we get to see the lovely Harry Potter himself, um, as well as a lot of magic themed uh, and magic-esque artwork. Um, a lot of crystals, potions, lovely little Hedwig is also featured. Um, and then we get to also see some of the some of the houses as well excellent I, i'm assuming obviously that all the potions that feature are appropriately evidence-based and 
not just related to dogma. So we should be doing all right. <laughs> oh, 100%. What about the music? Now, I know since the very welcome Dr. Dennis Wren joined the SGEM faculty leading on SGEM Peds, the theme music has diversified a little and we, we've branched out from our core loyalty to the 1980s, but music <laughs> big part. So can our listeners find the playlist from the book? Yes, of course. Um, Dr. Milne has a lovely Spotify account with all of the playlists from all seasons. But in the book, um, at the very back, I also provide a list of all the songs that are in our playlist. And there is a QR code that makes it easy for listeners to just um, snap onto that from their smartphones and and be taken right to the playlist. Ah, that's fantastic. So even the, those SGM episodes where the the theme music is, um, how do I put this nicely, slightly more obscure, we can find <laughs> it and listen again. Exactly. Ah, oh, that is excellent. Well, Taylor, on behalf of Ken, Dennis, all the SGM faculty, I have to say a huge thank you to you for all the effort you've put into this free, say that again, free open access resource. I know it's been another hard year in emergency medicine throughout the world. You know, where I am in the UK, we have seen ER nurses for the first time ever. Residents, even attendings have gone out on strike over conditions and pay. I know in Canada, particularly in Ontario, You've been seeing multiple rural ERs having to close for overnights and even longer than that due to lack of staff. I know our US colleagues have faced all the challenges of continuing to provide care after Roe v. Wade has been overturned. So it is so great to have the SGM family to help us carry on being the best version of ourselves we can be. Now, I know. You've just finished your first year of residency and you've transitioned to PGY2. Mm -hmm. How are you getting on? Uh, what, what advice would you give Taylor of a year ago if you could talk to her? Yeah, I I am doing, I think that you, I agree with you. It has been quite a tough year in emergency medicine, um, but I've been quite fortunate uh, that I have found quite a few mentors um, through SGEM, through my rotations during residency, and it's really the people that helps keep us going. Um, in terms of other advice that I would have given myself a year ago, I think it would just be to continue to seek out the things that you do and to remember that um, medical education can be fun and entertaining and uh, the best support will be from the people that um, wholeheartedly believe in that. I I love that. Yes. Um, find your tribe and value them and find the people who value you. I'm there with that one. Thank you, Taylor. Thank you for coming on the SGM Extra. The SGM will be back soon with a structured critical appraisal of a recent publication trying to cut the knowledge translation window down from over 10 years to less than one year using the power of social media so that patients get the best care based on the best evidence. Taylor, can you end for us with the SGEM tagline? Of course. Remember to be skeptical of anything you learn, even if you heard it on the Skeptic's Guide to Emergency Medicine. 
Thank you and good night.